Hello, everyone, and welcome to another podcast episode. Today, I wanted to talk about meal plans. Now, I get a lot of requests for meal plans, and this is actually a service that I used to offer several years ago. But there's a reason I don't really focus on offering meal plans anymore. And this is for a couple of reasons. Even with my personal nutrition coaching clients, I don't give them meal plans. And like I said, I'm going to go into more detail about this because I think a lot of people, myself included, have relied on meal plans in the past. And oftentimes that can be something as simple as, you know, four ounces of chicken, a carb source and a vegetable source. And I think that, sure, that is a great way to simplify meals and to break them down. But the problem in my experience with having someone write a meal plan for you is that either there's not enough variety it or it doesn't include foods that you would actually like to be eating, foods that you're currently craving that week. And I think that's a really big problem that people disregard. Think about it long term. If I tell you exactly what to eat every day for four weeks, what happens in that fifth week? Do you know what to eat or are you just going to recycle one of the previous meal plans? And for some people, meal plans work really well because I like to call these people people that like eat to live and that, you know, they eat because they have to eat because they'll die otherwise. And, you know, it's it's more just a task on their on their to do list. It's not so much something where they, you know, really enjoy a good meal. They really savor a good meal. They look forward to those things. No. And I, I haven't met too many of those people, but I have come across a couple throughout uh, my coaching and just life in general. And those people, like I said, are not most of us. I love food. I love eating. I get so much enjoyment from my meals. And so if I had to stick to a meal plan that was extremely rigid and that did not allow or include things that I was currently craving or looking forward to, that would make it a lot harder for me to adhere to. And I think what people forget is that in order to see progress and to hold on to that progress long-term, you need to adhere to a certain way of eating and living. You don't, you know, follow a meal plan for four, eight, or 12 weeks and go, great, now I've got these results. They're going to last forever. Now I can go back to eating how I was before. Unfortunately, that's not how that goes. In order to maintain the results that you get, you really need to kind of keep up the habits and everything that you've been doing. I'm not talking about eating in a calorie deficit forever, but I'm talking about sticking with the habits that has gotten you the progress that you've been working hard towards. And so that means like prioritizing protein, eating more vegetables, being active, getting in those steps, drinking your water, you know, prioritizing sleep and things that help you to de-stress. Those are things that are going to help you maintain your progress long-term. But when it comes to eating, it's really important that you're eating in a way that is a lifestyle. And that means you're not picking something that's extremely rigid you know, those, one of those, I don't, I don't want to say bare bones plans, but one of those plans where it's like four ounces chicken, you know, 100 grams rice, two cups broccoli, 
And then for snack, you can have two eggs and, you know, 15 almonds. And I mean, I get this. I say this from someone who has made these plans, who has gone through these plans. And sure, you can be very successful on them. But, and this is the big but, where if you don't know how to meal plan on your own and you do not know how to create your own meal plan that you're going to like, that you're going to enjoy, that you're going to look forward to those meals, it's it's really just not something that you're going to be able to maintain long term. And so this is why I personally believe that meal planning is a skill that all of us should really learn at some point. And I'm not talking about meal prepping for, you know, a whole entire week, but I'm talking about how you plan your meals in terms of, okay, what am I thinking about first? And so for most of us, I know for a fact (laughs) that most people, not all, but most of us, myself included, protein is a macronutrient that is very tough for us to get enough of based on how we naturally eat. And so my suggestion for people is, hey, you know what? Figure out what your your protein source is going to be at every meal that you have and do that in advance. So for example, if I'm someone that has three meals a day, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to plan what's my protein source at breakfast, at lunch, and dinner. And then I'll plan the rest of my ingredients around those sources. Because there's nothing worse than being like, oh, I made this really delicious meal, but you know, oh, it has basically no protein. And this is like, this is what I said, you know, when you're getting meal plans made for you, that's one, that's one thing that the person planning it for you is including. And so learning to create your own where you're like, okay, you know what? I would love to have some pizza this week. I would love to have some burrito bowls, maybe some poke, maybe, you know, I don't know, pasta, whatever it is that you're craving, it's important to be able to include those things. If anyone says you cannot eat those things and make progress, I call BS. You can absolutely eat all different kinds of things and foods you love while making progress. The thing is, your serving size matters. So, you know, when you go ahead and boil your pasta and you make that, are you actually having one serving size of pasta or are you having two and a half? Because I think very few of us know what an actual serving of pasta looks like. And I know I was particularly shocked when I measured it out. And I was like, huh, I don't know when the last time I had one serving was. (laughs) And so that's when you need to sometimes get a little bit creative with your meals. Okay, is there another kind of pasta noodle I could have? So for me, I've been utilizing things like chickpea pasta or edamame pasta, which has for the most part, a lower amount of carbohydrates, a higher amount of protein, and that enables me to reach my protein goals while still eating foods I really like and enjoy. Or you know what? Hey, I want regular pasta. I don't want any kind of bean pasta. I mean, I have the regular pasta, but I'm going to be mindful of my serving size. And instead of having to rely on a small serving to be full, I'm going to make a really big side salad or roasted vegetables to go with that. So I know that I'm actually going to feel full and sustained. And so this is why I'm like, meal planning is a skill. And this is why I never want to have someone just rely on me making meal plans for them. 
sure, I could make one for you. I could give you the calories. I could give you the macros. You could be successful. But what happens when you're done working with me or that individual who's making your plans? I mean, are you able to tell that person, hey, I really want pizza this week. Can you slide some pizza in there for me? You might have a great person who will make that happen and provide you with a recipe for that. But most people are not going to be spending a lot of time thinking about your cravings, thinking about your uh, needs, thinking about how you're feeling that week. Like, hey, you know what? It's summer. I really don't want to be having chili this week. And that's something that is really important to think about. And so while I think meal planning can be a bit daunting, I'd say start small. Start with one meal at a time and build a collection of recipes that you can pull from. And maybe that's, you know, hey, every week I, I start one new recipe or I try two new recipes for this for the entire week. So maybe I'll have the same breakfast as last week, but I'll add one new uh, recipe so I can have a different breakfast every other day. And I personally would recommend with prioritizing protein and starting with that in your planning. So whether you're saying, hey, you know what, I'm going to have a tofu scramble for breakfast or I'm having one whole egg and half a cup of egg whites for breakfast, figure out what your protein source is going to be and work around that. Whatever your dietary preferences, whether you're vegetarian, vegan, pescatarian, just a regular omnivore, whatever you want to call it, plan meals around your protein, plan meals around your cravings, and don't feel like you need to deprive yourself to get results. Okay, it really does not need to be that way. And I recently did a macro calculation workshop, like a full, I think it was like an hour and a half one where it's like, I'll walk you through it. I walk you through all the steps of figuring out what your calories and or macros. I mean, those are related, but I know not everyone wants to follow macros, what your calories should be for your goals, whether that's weight loss, whether it's weight maintenance or weight gain, there is a way to do that. And while I I tell most people, I don't think that is a long-term approach to eating, like in terms of forever, I do think it can be very beneficial for some people to stick with for a couple weeks, a couple months and see, hey, you know what? This has been such a good way for me to learn about how I eat, what my portions are like and how to include foods I really, really like. Because like I said, nothing should be off limits. So if you do want to learn more about how to calculate your macros or anything like that. I have all that stuff available in my members area, but you are more than welcome to send me a message on Instagram, send me an email, whatever it is. You can get in touch with me on Instagram at justget.fit, or you can email me. My email address is Nikki at justget.fit. And thank you so much for taking taking the time to listen. If you were enjoying my podcast, please take a second to subscribe. And if you have a chance and you're really enjoying it, leave a review, you know, pick, pick something that you want to share about that you've learned or anything like that, or that you found helpful. That's always really helpful feedback for me. And it also increases the chances of other people learning something as well. So they can find a more sustainable way of eating, living and training while working towards their goals. Thank you so much for listening. And I will talk to you guys soon.